Oh man. See now we at home. <laughs> now, now we at home. Now, now this feel the way it's supposed to be. The way it's supposed to be. Ah, let's it's go. It was great. Look, people. Happy to be here. Look. All right. Now, if you guys been tuned in, right? The very first episode I gave a disclaimer of the person that encouraged me to actually go ahead and podcast. <clears throat> now, since then, we done bought our cameras. We done bought the lights, the road. We got the, the, the laptop and the desktop rocking. I done did Twitch. I done did all types of other shit. <clears throat> and I'm only 60 episodes in. I'm, I'm, I'm brand new to this shit still, right? And today, we have... The person that sparked that for me. Not only that, right, but one of the greatest MCs of all time. Fuck your shit, Smoke. I wait. Let me let me get my shit off real fast, right? Now, (laughs) (laughs) you feel me, Joe? You feel me? Come on, man. Now, this is somebody that I got introduced to on a mixtape scene on on one of our most greatest DJs of our time, DJ Clue, right? One time, one time for Clue, right? Illuminati. Then, on top of that, destroying shit, being very, very outspoken, right? And then... Having the best reinvention reinvention I've ever seen, probably. It's up there. We have my motherfucking brother, Joe Button. Shit. Greetings. Now look, I don't think my friends thought that this was real. Nah. When I said, "Yo, the part father said he's coming up to come check niggas," they said, "Who?" I said, "Joe." They said, "Joe who?" I said Joe Button. They said you lying. Man. Joe, I don't think I don't know how this nigga pulled this off. How you pulled this off? <laughs> you got paid? No. No, not at all. I've been wanting to come up here. When we first had the conversation, nah. I, I told you that we was gonna get together. You did. You did. And then kept it moving. And then the shit happened and I seen it and I had to fight the urge to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fucking Put the string jacket on and not rush up here right quick. So no. I let it chill. And I was like, let me go holler at Math and I'll just tell Smoke to come in. I'll holler at him that way. And then we went, we went, fucked around at Maths. But Math is Math, man. Yeah, Math is so, Math. Shout out to Math. Shout out to Math. Shout out to Mac. Everybody up there at Expert right, Opinion. Right. Now, now, this is crazy. Because. <clears throat> oh, and then I told him, say, oh, what's up? What we doing? Yeah. He, now he called me two in the morning. I I I I, I should have answered the phone. The nigga texted me back. Was that a mistake? I this said crazy. no. Then he called me back, and I was already in the whip. I'm like nigga. He called me Facetime, and I'm laying down with my lady. Oh yeah. Two thirty in the morning. It's kind of weird. Or Jump. important. Or important. Why I gotta but be I text weird? Back. When do important. I call you at two thirty in the morning yeah. to talk to you? Yeah. I'll call you at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Especially if you got a lady already. Right. right. Definitely. I responded. All right, but I'm not, I'm not going to tackle with you today. I gave options, guys, too. I said, this night, again. that that right. day. Facts. I took the what, first option. What, what we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I took the first, I took the first took day the available. <laughs> I said, oh, nah, I'm not letting this go by. Yeah, now, no. you know, 
Niggas expect me to talk about all the spicy shit. We gonna get into spicy shit because my my man over here, he is Captain Spice. No, 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 no. no. I, so he got all he got all the spicy shit. I, I watched from the beginning. From yeah, he's. I never missed the episode. <laughs> you got to see his face when he said that. <laughs> watch from the first episode. Now that's a fact, though. But you know. And thank you. Facts. Now, I'm also a JBP fan. Right. But I'm also a super nerd hip hop rap Joe Button fan. Right. <clears throat> Moon Music too. I wanna start with that. Mm. How important was that to you? Everything. Hmm. Everything. Moon Music Two was everything. That was that was my first time and I've done this a million times now, but my first time having to do it alone mm. out outside of the system in an unconventional manner with no support. <laughs> that was the first time that I had to do that. Mm. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad time with the label. They switched everything, everybody whole new everything. And there was no support for me there. And I said, you know what? I'm a grab on point. Everybody's doing the best of, I don't have enough music for a best of, but I'm dark enough for a worst of. Thinking, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you got to go a different route. Mm. And I went, I went, I went and did all the shit that they wouldn't let me do on on the label. Mm. All the real rap, just real shit. No single, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm. Let me just talk to him for a minute. And it turned into that. Hmm. And we put it out, and it resonated hmm. in the streets. No money still, and I didn't even ask for on point for no money. It's a it's a cult classic. For one six minutes of death, it's always gonna be one of my joints because Mills is on there, and Stack is on there. Rest in peace to the guy. Rest in yes, peace to the guy Stack. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Stack, when did you meet Stack Bundles? Uh, I think I met Stack. My memory is bad, but I probably want to say a right tracks. Hmm. At Right Track Studios, I think it was a, I think I was finishing my album, and Clue was in there, and I think Clue brought Stack in there, a real quick meeting, and then he left, and then he started, you know, hyping him up, typing, hyping him up to me, I'm telling you, yo, I'm telling you, him the one, I'm telling you, yo, when he comes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Skane was managing me at the time. Skane Dollar. And Skane said, nah, we this this is what we doing. And then I heard him. I was like, that's what y'all doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That was my that was my first impression with Stat. But then he was a workhorse. It's mm. the part I didn't know. Mm. He was a workaholic. Once he locked in that stew and, and once I met him in the stew, he's just a real cool nigga. But he was a workhorse though. So he quickly got better, like rapidly, rapid fast. He just started talking that shit. He was like, he was a grown, he was grown, but it was like he was growing up musically, like lyrically, right before my eyes. And then he started sparring with me. Because <laughs> he was that type of nigga. He would send shots at me. He would diss me. That's correct. On the records. That On the records. <laughs> On the record. And call me and tell me. That's hilarious. His attitude was, was like Fab was always track one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And if it was a good posse cut, maybe we'll crack track two, somewhere around there, but not track one. And I was always around 9, 12, 13-ish. <laughs> I worked my way up Working to 13-ish on the... So Stack's attitude coming in was, nigga, move. You gotta go. I'm trying to get up track one. You move it. I'll tell you on a record. And then we just dissing each other on record sometimes. Because that was fun. But, nah, man, we're super... We just were super close. Because we were in the studio that much. Together. Right. Man, we got mad songs. Yeah, I mean, we shit. were gonna be a group. <laughs> we was gonna be hustle and flow. That's crazy. Yeah, we was gonna be hustle and flow. That's crazy. You know, okay. shit like that. It be, okay. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yo, that's wow. the shit I'll be waiting for. You know what I mean? The, I, I want you. Go ahead. You doing? Go ahead. Nah, now I want to jump a little about, early to new music too. But you nah, know, what I'm saying it's a lot before that. Because I'm, ex- ahead, man, I'm excited. Because new music, <laughs> music yeah, too is my shit. Missed a lot of shit, nigga. What you talking? Yo, let me do my shit. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry, I'm chilling. I'm happy to be here. Go ahead. Yo, on your first album, the song Ten Minutes. My shit, right? The stories that you was telling on that song, did any of the stories get resolved in real life? Mm. Get resolved in real life. Uh-huh. Uh, what needed to get resolved? I mean, you had a lot well, of stories. My, on my that. dad came home. He's great. Uh, me and the young lady that I was talking about in that verse, we're great still. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what was going on in the first verse and and even the people that I was talking about in that first verse they're doing great too actually hmm. everybody's doing alright from the song ah, so that's amazing yeah. you see that's 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 just a recap yeah. for me I'll be wanting to know everybody's doing alright now on some funny shit right so when we was younger and we first heard you on the mixtapes right it was a rumor that you was Rashid Wallace mm-hmm. right? <laughs> how did you take that did, did, did that even get to you at that time like uh, what the rumor? The rumor that oh yeah, it actually made you hot though. No, nah, and I was, I was getting hot. He was already yeah. getting. Hot. I was getting, but that's but it that <clears throat> let me know that oh, it might be a little hotter. <laughs> it might be a little hotter. <laughs> it might be a little hotter. And, right? and, and, and where the fuck did y'all get that from? Like I was asking, but it, Rashid mm-hmm. Wallace did a drop on the clue tape oh, in front of the freestyle, yeah. and as soon as that drop finished, here come Joe Budden. So I get it. That's what mad at it, And that's when NBA players started they rapping shit. Yeah, that was around that time. Yeah, that was around that time. Kobe. Yeah, that was around that time. They was out there. It was out there. It was always out there. Keep it going. You doing good, man. Who do you think you are? Listen, man. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead, man. Fuck out here. You doing good? Fuck out here, nigga. Now we're gonna get his notes. Yeah, I'm in my notes. I'm never in my notes either. But it's a nigga. You up here? It's a little different. Uh, He got his notes too. I got your notes out. It's cool. Alright, record deals. Did you would did you prefer being major or independent? Independent. From the gate. I didn't know anything at the gate. Hmm. I didn't have any information at the gate. Hmm. So the gate for me was production deal. This is before I knew anything about any deal. Hmm. It was production deal, then major deal, then pub deal. Those were the deals. Yeah. Yeah, scary. <laughs> Dog, I tell scary. horror stories all the time. I make a living off telling horror stories. And I don't want to call them horror stories because I, I learned so much from that whole from my whole music career like 
the things I'm I'm doing today, I'm able to do because that road, that road I come from. I understand what's going on. Hmm. And if I don't, I'm not putting my name on it until I do. That's a fact. That's a fact. Show do you I see yourself in the CEO seat? Ever doing music, like, industry-wise? Oh, I wasn't thinking music CEO, no. No. Mm-mm. Hell no. Never wanted to put out an artist? I did. I only never did. One, because I was an artist, and artists require attention. Um, but then artists are as crazy as I am, too. Hmm. And that would be annoying for me. And then three, the, the music business, I was taught I wouldn't want to do to an artist. Hmm. I couldn't do that to somebody and sleep at night. Mm. <clears throat> That's so fat. That's got a lot of people out here that are defer. They don't know me. No, not you, but defer to that statement. Like, they would rather rape artists and, and whatever. Oh, but you can't blame them. You can't blame them. You can't blame those people for that, right? Like, all, all you could hope is that they grow and learn to do something different. Like, that's why I be fucking putting my, my puff cape on so hard. And they be like, oh, this nigga robbed everybody. And I be like, okay, but is he doing that today? Like, or is his message different today? Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Stout, his message. Like, these people come from a hip-hop where they were taught something. Right, right. Like, that's generational shit. Like, we got to watch what we pass down. Because hmm. they watch what they pass down. So, so yeah. Why didn't the album The Growth never come out? Oh, because that was it. That was it. The label changed. It wasn't support. New artists, new everything, shift. And then I was fighting to get out of that deal at that point. Do you ever regret not putting out certain music? I don't have a regret about... Everything went out with me. Now, I might have went out unmixed (laughs) and, and unmastered. But it all went out. Shit, I was real early on the let's just leak music. Right, right. Let's right. just play unmixed music. Let's just live stream the music. Let's turn the live stream on in the studio. I'm to get my ass kicked by them executives. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, let it play. Everything went out. That that's a good set, but like you was early on the internet, brother. Early. Uh, like super like you heard what he just said, right? Leaking music. Like how did you how did you see that? Did you did you feel it? Was that the first time you felt like ownership over your music in a way? Because, no, I didn't like, know nothing about ownership. Control over your music in a way, like I putting wasn't it thinking out. When nothing you about to... that. You, you just thinking... wanted to get the shit. I wasn't thinking nothing about that at twenty one years old, twenty two years old, <laughs> twenty three years old. Mm-mm. It was. I ain't in the streets, so I need to get. I need to see. I need to get research from somewhere. So, and I needed more than from Jersey. <laughs> It was the internet. It was the chat rooms. It was the fucking what else? They all hip hop. Yeah, they had all that. Yeah, all that soul and all that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it was, I don't even think it was a hip hop game. What I'm talking about. But this is oh, when this it was is... like kind of corny for rappers to blog. I'm talking about. You no, know nah, it really wasn't. Even, I'm talking about no two and no three. Oh yeah, oh, yeah hip hop game wasn't out at that point. That's yeah, no, it wasn't even blogging. It wasn't. Era. You heard that new? Yeah, that's Napster and LimeWire mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But. I was in them chat rooms, and it was good information. Good information in there. Hmm. So I'm making music there. Oh, shit, it's fans. People that like rap. Oh, here, try that. Here, to the streets. 
bleed myself too because every all the DJs at that time needed a different freestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you couldn't just this niggas got it easy today. Way easy. This niggas got it easy. Way, today. <laughs> <laughs> Way easy. Way easy. No. What was, what was your favorite hip hop cipher? I'm sorry, we on rap. Let's no, keep no, it on. Let's easy. keep it on music. My favorite hip hop cipher that you were involved in, of course. Oh, that I was involved in. Oh, that's different. No, BT. No BT. BT. Well, you did about three. BT cycles. I did. did a couple. I, I did a few. Yeah, you did a couple. I did a few. You did a couple. Because Slaughterhouse, we did a few. Yeah. And then I did one alone. Yeah, because they had a rule that you can't do that more than once. Dumbass rule? No, nah, that's the rule. You can't do that. Or maybe it was twice. I don't remember. But we shouldn't have done it three times. <laughs> I shouldn't have been up there three times. My favorite one, though, was probably... Damn, they was all fire. Well, two of them was my favorite. The Nikki one was hard. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy just because I wasn't even supposed to be there. Mm. Like, however I got added in there, I was coming in mad. I was coming. I was coming in hot that day. Yo, why did? Why, I always want to ask you this in the Solid House, Lauder House, BET cipher. Why did Eminem kind of stopped you on the low? Like, um, he kind of interrupted you. You was about to rap, and he was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." He did some kind of. Like, wait, pause. That might have been. I mean, people know. That might have been planned. That was planned? Might have been planned. Planned. Yeah, because we had all just wrote our verse and met up that day. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. So Those clean verses? So, yeah, let's figure out who's going where and how we're going to know when your verse is over. Hmm. So. How hard was it to let go of rap? Extremely difficult. Extremely difficult. Like, what type of mind state were you in? Were you scared? Like, you didn't know what you was going to do next. Or did you know what you was going to do next? No. Like, I, you're letting go what you were, quote-unquote, born to do. Like, this is the game you fought to get in. Yeah, but if I don't let it go, then I'll never do nothing next. Hmm. At what point did mm. you know it was time to transition? Uh, all love loss is when I really wanted to do it. All love, yeah. all love loss is when I really wanted to do it. That was supposed to be my my goodbye. Hmm. But I wasn't in the right place. I couldn't afford to stop then. Will we ever get a proper goodbye, music-wise? I think we got a proper goodbye already. Yo, <laughs> Rich, you gonna <laughs> fuck about that shit, dog? No, I think we Yo, got a proper goodbye. What was the proper goodbye, Joe? Idols. Okay. Idols. It's goodbye. Okay. Idols is goodbye. If you wasn't, if you didn't start podcasting after rap, and what, what a goodbye! Wow, wow! I didn't plan that that way. I didn't That's plan crazy. that that way. That's cr- I, I thought I was coming back with another project. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Listen, the plan was once I saw where music was going. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get independent. Let me get out of all of these nasty contracts. Let me get in the right situation where the mor- uh, morale could be high, and you want to actually do this, like, and do it. That's why the Rage album is so fun. That that's just a fun album for me because mm. that my mind's there going in there was, all right, your career's behind you. Hmm. How, what you want to hear from you? 
Just, just start bugging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> padded room slow. That's his padded, padded room. Slow. Just start bugging. Yeah. That's what that was. And I was gonna get with A Rab and do that again. Doing A Rab is amazing. I was gonna I get with him that. and do that again. My plan was to do like I was just gonna go wild with EPs. Mm. I was like, okay, y'all is uh, shortening shortening the times of music. So I, I don't I don't need to do this. Hmm. I don't need to do this. Hmm. I could just I can rap twenty minutes in my sleep. These niggas is putting out 24 minute albums. 31 minute albums. Minute and 30 songs. They, it's cheat codes out there today. They lucky I'm rich. They are lucky. I'm telling you. They are No, they are lucky, boy. I would crack. I know I told Crook. I told him, ooh, you niggas is lucky. <laughs> speak, speak, speaking to Crook, you know what I mean? Shout out to the guys. Shout, shout out, out to Crook. Shout out to Royce. Shout out to Royce. Shout out to Joel, right? So, Slaughterhouse. Like, you know. Still the guys. I, I would say this, right? From just outside looking in, the media always paints a narrative that Joe's the problem, right? And when you hear a lot of these stories, at least me putting myself in a Motherfucker. as an artist in, in an artist POV, right? You really start to understand that Joe's really not the problem, right? So with the slaughterhouse situation, what exactly happened to, to form? Not even what happened because a lot of things happened. I know you. What, but question. what? I don't. Yeah, but but, I don't. but what happened to lead to the spat? Oh well, shit. You might have to ask Crook and Joel about that, cause that's that's the spat. Like, what's the spat? Right. I didn't. What, well, well, what the, part media, is the, the spat? media blow up. For I was done. To... I was done in 2014. Hmm. I was done 2013. I was done. I was putting in songs. <laughs> Whatever mixtape that was, I put it out there. I'm finished, yo. This, hmm. just because what I was seeing and what I was feeling. It wasn't right. And what we were doing, it wasn't right. And it was back on a major, and it's not right again. Mm. I read that language well for me. But I can't impose my will on my three brothers. So all I said was, yo, I'm out. (laughs) Respectfully. But even then, right? Like, we put our Slaughterhouse album out, right? And then we did two mixtapes. Right. And then we did an album. Like, that's the part that gets skipped. We recorded an album. The album that didn't come out. That though. never came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Glass House with all the greatest producers, Just Blaze, Ill Mind, Justice League, A-Rab, fucking who else was there? Q-Tip. Like, stop playing. Niggas was about to go crazy. Because the thinking was, all right, that last album, that really wasn't our sound. Hmm. So Paul and them will give us our space to do what we want to do on this album. And this is what we want to do. And we did that album. And then nothing happened. Mm. <laughs> and that's when Joe popped up. Mm-hmm. See, because that's where the thing is. Joe going to be the vocal one. Virgo shit. I'm going to always get right to it. Talk your shit. Don't you niggas come tell me something over there. You tell me this. And then you tell me that. You niggas move. <laughs> when it's time to talk, I'm going to say what needs to be said. <clears throat> I don't cower in that moment. And, hey... What's happening with the album? One answer this day. One answer this day. One day is just Blaze never got paid. Mm-hmm. One day is just Blaze never mixed it. One day is all oh, the budget is too 
they're asking for too much. It was always something. Mm. It was always something. And then they kept calling saying, we need to make a few changes to the album. Wait a minute. You niggas don't plan on putting this album out. Mm. And y'all don't plan on paying for this album. So y'all just had niggas do that and doing that. You'll never get my voice recorded here again. Mm. So that, that's never, what sealed you, the you, you don't think day. my time is... You don't think our time is... Oh, y'all don't give a fuck. Mm. Now, that's Joe. That's me. That's Royce's family over there. Crook is trying to be family over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Joel's pretty neutral. So, whatever happened from that moment with them, I can't speak on. I wasn't there. But whenever those talks would pop up, you know, from there is... I can't speak on that. I wasn't there. So, you feel like you always was the... Black Sheep with the company because you was the one speaking up for the group? No, that's in life. That's that's right. not a music thing. Right, right. Hmm. I'm me where, where I go. Like, I'm going to get to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. So it just so happens that, yeah, that happens a lot of companies too. I like that. Yeah. The shit that they villainize <laughs> me for, I love it for me. Hmm. I do. You like being I've a seen, villain? So, so, do you like being a villain? It's not a villain, no. They villainize me, but I'm not the villain. It's the fighter, of course. I'm not the villain. Man, that's laughable to me. I've done nothing but help the people that hate me. How can I be the villain? Hmm. What is all about? I hear you. I mean, it's just because people think that you like being the villain, some people, because they just see you basking it. So even when you're not being the villain, technically, when people (laughs) villainize you, it can make it look like you are the villain. So, and the, you don't run from that. You stand in there like, eh, whatever. People get uncomfortable with people that are that comfortable with themselves. Like, I'm very clear on who I am. I know my shortcomings. Right. I know the areas I need some help in. Hmm. Like I said, therapy is a nonstop thing. Because I, I know. I know what my brain does. It's, it, it could go. It's creative. It's creative. So, yeah, no. Mm-mm. So, the whole thing with Slaughterhouse is that you just feel Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye are using the name of the group? They're speaking their truth. That's what they're doing. Hmm. My version don't even matter. <laughs> My version don't even matter. But, yeah, it would have been nice to get a heads up. Gotcha. But we didn't get a heads up. And our feelings were hurt. And when you say that on the internet, people like wave a flag and like they throw a party and a parade that your feelings was hurt over some real life shit. Like, I love these niggas. Like, you popped up with an album? I, I wouldn't fathom that. But that's the thing God keeps showing me. The things that you just can't fathom, they'll be at your door in a few months. Hmm. And then you got a deal. I'd have never thought they'd have did that shit. Because I would have did it. And Royce would have did it. It's a little cliche, but you'd rather be loved or respected. And why? Why you can't be both? You can be both. But so why I gotta rather be one? Mm-hmm. Because be not everybody that loves you respects you and vice versa. Most of the people that love me respect me. <laughs> When there's one missing, then, nah. 
that ain't that ain't it. Hmm. Right. So I'm gonna ask you two questions, and then it's a question for you, right? You think Mike? Because how can it be love without respect? That's a fact. It, it comes it comes with the respect. I feel like I understand nah, what you're trying nah, to. Nah, but, but I, I, I think I, I respect a couple people that I don't love. Okay, but who do you love that I you don't... I respect you. Just but, stay over but, there. I respect but, you. But who do you love that you don't respect? That's a good question. See, that goes... Hmm. But I know. No. Nah. I don't even want to say, but I... I, 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 I know where you're at. Yeah. I, I, I got somebody that I love that I don't respect for their actions. But I love you, so... Just stay over there. Got it. Right, so sometimes you have to love from a distance. Sometimes you have to love from far away. <laughs> right, so yo, do you think Michael Jackson was popular or influential? Mm. <laughs> Y'all look good, both. Both. It's definitely both. Alright, you think Prince was popular or influential? Both. Is Joe Buttons popular or influential? Both. And, you know, I ask that question because I feel like people who are popular highlight people that are influential, right? Even, you know, you could be popular and influential, but I feel like, you know, you with your platform, you've highlighted a lot of people that are influential, mm -hmm. right? So, when I seen you the other day, right, me and you, we, you know, we chopped it up. You said you seen my last interview, mm -hmm. right? And and you know everybody, I'm I'm good with everybody. Y'all all my niggas. That's, that's, one, I love your, that's one of your gifts. That's one of your gifts. That's a fact. I I love everybody, you know. But you know everybody has their truths and what the truth is and what's what. I know. I hate that. And, I hate that as men today. A lot of men shouldn't have their truths. Hmm. Like I don't want to hear that from men no more. Hmm. Like and if you're gonna have it, then reword that shit. Hmm. Say it a different. Word? Say it a different way. What do you but, think is a better wording for that? I don't know, but niggas is niggas. They got to stop <laughs> running around talking about them sharing my truth like like we the baddies. <laughs> the baddies do that. Like, let them have their shit. Here come the niggas trying to have some fun now. See, now, that's just me just using that word because I don't think that was used in the context <laughs> like I'm sharing my truth. But how did you... Better question. The Rory and Moore situation, right? I know those, you know, niggas is brothers at the end of the day, so y'all gonna have whatever spats y'all gonna have. Now, did you expect it to roll out into the public? Well, I didn't expect none of that shit. <laughs> so, hmm. I didn't expect any of that. But again, once we get there, now we're here. Right. And here I go. <laughs> <laughs> Once I once I'm at the chalkboard and all the shits is doing this, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, it worked. A bet. That's mm -hmm. what it be. But I didn't think none of that would ever happen. Hmm. Yeah, that shit was fucking heartbreaking, man. For everybody. <laughs> for everybody. For everybody. For everybody. For everybody. For everybody. But for everybody. Nobody's experience was well. Everybody felt that mutually. That was tough. Tough time. You pick the best replacements in the world fast. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to those two guys. Me too. I gotta, I gotta Me salute too. to shout those two to brothers. No, no, no. Those two brothers hold it down. 
like respectfully. You know yeah, but just with what was asked of them, man, they stepped into an intense situation. Yes, and performed on the off the cuff, like while working, <laughs> while running businesses, while raising families, <laughs> and showed up twice a week. No discussion of nothing. Just, yo, you need us, we here. Oh, man. Man. Oh, that part of the doc's going to be good hmm. when it comes. They did hmm. that. I o- always wonder, I, even as a question, who's going to own the rights of the first documentary of how podcast started? Because that better be you. It don't have to be me. It ain't, it ain't about who do it first. It's about who do it the best. I ain't rushing to it. Hmm. Yo, but whatever doc I do, I'm gonna own. Speaking of, but I don't do nothing. <laughs> I don't own. That was good. That was a good segue. Because, do you think the mishaps with the business and the music industry help you to to position yourself to own your IP on a pod platform? Because like the music industry, nobody taught us what was gonna happen. It's kind of like it, it happened and we experienced it, right? And the same territory was the podcasting situation. Mm-hmm. Like, so how was that correlation from from that into the podcast platform? Hmm. Well, I got fucked most of my career, so I mean, I had a pretty good idea what what to look out for. And then when you start podding and the business starts to develop, because I was podding before a lot of the business started develop, de- developing, before the exclusive deal model popped off. Like, it was the wild, wild west still. Niggas was trying to figure out how to get paid. Mm-hmm. Ads wasn't a lot. Everybody had a different route, right? But once, once that started happening, you learned that it's the same shit, kind of. Like, it's the same thinking. Like, mm-hmm. for music... It's the same functioning, it's just with a different tool. Like, hmm. the mute, y'all stream, I stream. Right. We both stream. I'm watching the music business. I have a great understanding of what's going on over there. So it's just going to take me a little while to walk around over here and figure it out. But that's what you do when you get somewhere. Like, you, you think, you research, you ask questions. I've, I've been like that everywhere I've gone because I wanted to know. I wanted to know what was next. Hey, what's on that floor? Who worked there? What they do? What's down there? What's that? What's your agenda? What's the goal? What's the company objective? What do I need to do first week? How much money is this? Like once I started figuring that out, right, let's go now. But in music, I, you never I never had the leverage to sit down at the table and get to that. Like I got to take what was what was what was coming oh. and figure it out on the, on the outside. Like they tell anybody, do go get your money from shows and mm-hmm. merch and all this bull cockamamie <laughs> bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, so I was like, by all of loss, I was done with all that shit, yo. I was ready for something different, something new. My forties was coming. I wasn't trying to live the same way. But did you know you was gonna revolutionize shit? the game? No, way, bro. No, no, like, no. Like, no, you know, no. do you, do you, do you, do you, like, what, what, when you wake up, what type of mind state are you in, knowing? That you actually created a lane that a lot of people are following. 
Yeah. I mean, of course, it was a couple of people with you. You know what I'm saying? Like doing rest in peace, too. combat Jack. Right, of right, of course, of course. But like, you took it to the next level, brother. So, like, you you almost deleted radio. Do you know that? Like, no. the radio was almost already being deleted. But now it's all about podcasting, Joe. Like, like to be honest with you, it's all so. about podcasting. I think so too. Like the radio people are podcasting. Oh, everybody in the radio have a podcast. Hmm. That's a fact. How do you feel to be at the forefront of that? It's cool. <laughs> Just cool. It's cool. It's cool. Honestly, I can't I can't focus on that right now because the job ain't done. I understand that. The job Got ain't you. done. Got One you. and two. I'm clear that I. By now, I'm clear that I'm gonna always go and carve a new route. Right. right? Mm. And I'm going to have the fights for the people behind me. So it's not shocking to me now when when that occurs. When I go out, do some shit, and then I move and just watch. And then I see the people. And I see the companies. Like, I designed some of these contracts that people are signing. They don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's not important for me to bring up. It don't matter. But, yeah, I had to explain some of this stuff. Me and my people had to explain some of these things to the company so they could even understand pod, the podcast world and lingo. and yeah, nah. So I don't do it for that, though. Like, the job ain't done. I got to have, like, blinders on, like, tunnel vision to go where I'm going. Especially because niggas is just going to make the road harder now once they figure you out. I liked it when it was anonymous. I liked it when nobody really knew the plan. It wasn't mm-hmm. a viable way. Mm-hmm. But now everybody can see shit. So they get to throwing the rocks early before you before you pass Baltic. Mm. Monopoly reference. I know. I know. I, I already know. They say you cheat in Monopoly. You be hiding. They say a lot. They you say a lot. Monopoly, you cheat in Spain. And they say my man said Indian style the whole time. They said my man said Indian style the whole time. Nigga said you be cheating. Cheating in spades is... That's crazy. That's different. They say a lot of things against my character. I'm such a good guy. <laughs> I'm such a good guy. Joe, I can't... No, 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 no. We're guy, not doing yo. this. No, 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 no. no. We're not doing this, guy. bro. We're not doing this. I don't understand. We're not doing this. Like, you are a good person. I'm such a good guy, I'm feeling yo. I'm energy. You are a good I person. I don't get it. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. What? You got some moments, brother. Give them to me. Speaking of moments. What moments? What's your most oh, awkward shit. interview? What moments? What's your most awkward interview? They moments for y'all. For right. me, it's, it's my life. You experience yeah, it's this. It's not a moment for me. Right. Like, every day, God just throws some shit out there. <laughs> and it could get crazy. For other people, that That's might be wild. Nigga, right. you knew my background, yo. That, like, I, I swear I really want like to get fam. You know Joe from Harlem? This man, this shit is spam. Yeah, come, come on, on man. Yeah. Yeah. from Harlem, bro. That's a Harlem mic. Nigga, I know. I know. Yeah, so this music shit is like... Uh, this podcast, the internet shit is like... Uh, what is this nigga talking about? Hey, all day, niggas on my phone. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I said some shit I shouldn't have said about the boy band niggas. Oh, 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 oh you, you made oh, shave room today. <laughs> he made shave room today. Oh, you did? About two hours ago. <laughs> you made shave room like two hours you ago. You said no. you was going to do it. I told you about to do it. Can I tell you? Fucking can't stand the niggas. But I wouldn't call you racist, though. But I, like, yeah. <laughs> See, and that's what I mean. That's what you're racist now. Nah, I get, that's, but that's that is clean. what I mean. 
That's exactly what I mean. Shade room, they call you racist. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, my point was, niggas all day on my phone, yo, they on your ass. Oh, they on your... Said, wait, excuse me. Like, nigga said, what you gonna do if I turn off my phone? <laughs> See, I don't understand the thinking out here today, yo. I don't. <laughs> I was in the greatest mood all day, chilling, running around. See, but that's other people's perception of what they think is going on when these things are going on. Oh. And just that fast, you can become a racist or whatever they call you. And if you let that really get to who you are at your core, nah. Uh-uh, that's unacceptable for me. I've seen it too much in the music business. I've seen niggas change like this in a heartbeat, matter of seconds. One way in this room, one way in this room. Mm. One way for this nigga, one way for this nigga. I've seen it. Mm. I've seen it. No, you can't fall victim to that. Mm. Yeah, you the real live Truman show, but reversed. Like he sees the fake. I see a lot of it. Like he, he really is. But And I don't ever <laughs> say nothing about it because everybody go get your money. Everybody eat. Like, you can monetize it today. So I understand. I understand. I get it. <laughs> How do you explain this shit? Like, your son is older now. My man. Trey. Mm -hmm, it's my man. How do you explain half of this shit? How does he take something? Mm. All the beefs with some of the pop, most popular people in the world. <laughs> he is out here. Like I'm keeping it up. I'm, I'm just, I'm asking a real question, bro. Oh, it's kind of smoke. That's smoke. I'm actually. Yo. I can't speak for him. Yeah. Let me ask him. This is good. I can't speak for him, but what I tell you, my son is like me. So he's like, he's like me. He's a cool cat. He's reserved, he's not with the attention, he's not a loony, he's not, like, he's cool, and he's a thinker, like, and, and he's a bright, he's bright. Let me see, let's see how he feels. I call, I call, I call my baby. Say, yo, come help me, come, help me clean this closet out. He pulling up. All right, we ready. Fuck it. Yeah, no, nah, he pulled, he pulls right up. How did you feel when you was watching our podcast with me? I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed. It. I watched multiple times. <laughs> come on, Joe. Come on, I, man. I watched multiple times. You watched that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed it. You shouldn't me. I had to memorize some of that stuff. Yo, what what did you remember? I had the what, pinpoint. What, what, was, what was the notes? Because I stopped you on the notes yesterday. <laughs> I said nah. I, I told you some of the notes, man. Nah, I told did, you, you some of the notes. You, you did. You did. I, I, oh, you, held, man. you held me accountable. I don't even. Yeah, want, I, I got to hold. I got to hold you. I had to hold him accountable. You held me accountable, but you. But know I understand that. the spot you was in. I understand the spot you was in. So okay. it was tough. But then I learned something from you that I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> No, oh. but what I will say, I'll tell you what I told uh, this. I told him, does that mean? I told him, when you asked your question, what did you say? Uh, yo, but you don't feel like <laughs> he owns that. <laughs> and then he said, no, I feel like, I, I, I. 
Not what do we feel like. We do that a lot in hip-hop. Mm. What's on the paper? <laughs> we don't have to get into what nobody feels like. What is written down? I don't I, I don't see how some of this stuff could be... Uh, that's all. That's all. That's my the Spotify situation, right? I feel like... I mean, I know. Nobody really knows the situation but you guys. The Spotify situation. The exact what the situation was. Because everybody throws whatever number they want to throw out there for the Spotify situation. Right? They just be this. Right? So... But I've said the number before, I think. I ain't gonna say it again, but... Right, now, nah, nah, I don't even want you to say the number, but I'll the whole Spotify it. situation, how did that come about? I think that started with Peter Rosenberg's brother. Hmm. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, that was Nick. Mm-hmm. I think Nick made the right phone call and put Ian in touch with whoever he needed to speak to over there. Shout out to Ian. Mm-hmm. And we were, um, and they got on the phone, and the whole company was down. Like, they were moving. Spotify was moving buildings. So at the time of that phone call, it wasn't Spotify, but they wanted to meet, to talk. I think we had a mid-roll deal offer on the table at the time for, like, 250 And this is when niggas just didn't know where money was coming from in podcasting. Hmm. So we go out there, and they had a little timeline, but they sounded aggressive, and we had a good handshake and a good meeting, and we decided to turn down the mid-roll offer and do the Spotify deal. And that was, when was that, summer of 2018, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because me leaving Complex started with a beef about Spotify. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Hovain. Okay, snap guard this motherfucker Hovain in here, you know what I mean? Fuck out of here, Hov. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nigga does not go to bed, huh? <laughs> 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 right, so when you got to Spotify, it was just you and Amy Schumer over there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you took it to another hey, level. It's turn up time, let's go. Right? You took it to another level. Mm-hmm. And they didn't respect your handle as they should, right? Now, having these uncomfortable conversations in business, right? How do you even, uh, how do you move through that? And that's the question that I'm asking for me because it's hard having these uncomfortable conversations. Which uncomfortable conversations? The ones when they're trying to tell you what your worth is and you know what your worth is, right? Yeah. How, how How do you have those conversations? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't have those conversations. I don't have those conversations at all. You have the conversations to see where you think it is, where I think it is, if there's a way that you could partner together, if we can align, if we could brand build. But once it ain't that, I'm not talking. I'm out. Got you to do. And it don't be that a lot. But when you meet the few, get those few relationships, where is that? That's all you need. That's all you need. Hmm. So I don't. Like, for all the shit that people say about me in that Spotify deal, I finished it. I finished it. Hmm. We was unhappy all the way through it. Hmm. But I finished it. Complex. For all the shit they say about me, I finished that contract. 
That was a new thing I had to learn. Yo, finish the deal in these corporate places. Don't bring your little rap shit <laughs> over here. <laughs> Seriously, I had to learn that. So I don't wow until the deal is finished. Mm. And then I'll tell you how I feel. Because it's my job to bring the information back to the people. My job. I'm nothing but a, a humble servant. I got to be the messenger, the conduit. So you, you get from it what you get from it. You don't, you don't. But yeah, I finished those deals. We're going to get into complex in a minute, but nah. I got to ask this before we move on. The fuck this shit is broke. I'll shake the room before I shake his hand. Didn't think none of it. It's not even a big deal. That's silliness. Silliness. We can move right past it. It's not even, you can't dignify it. Hurt. It's just hurt. It's pain. Just. I didn't pay any of that, if that's what you're asking. I had to ask it. I had to. It's okay, man. I had to ask <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> he said he watched my interview, to our interview twice. <laughs> I had to ask it. I want to know what he wrote down. He ain't telling me. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, you can't can't open this my man can't get this shit open, so I'm going to pass this shit. Pause this shit. Yeah, pause this shit. Let my man get this bomb over here. Now, you, you smoke right here. Smoke right here. You good. Oh, man. Tell him. Project apartment, man. Baby mom's working. I ain't working. Got a baby, got the new boy. Oh, you was hating. Nah, I wasn't. Okay. I related. Okay. <laughs> right. I said, these niggas is talking? Oh, no, I was talking about you was said... hating on your baby moms. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean I was... No, your baby moms. Your baby moms are getting to was... it. They're leaving your bum Hitting. ass on the couch. <laughs> hey, watch the kid, nigga. My nigga. Fast. Man, yo, make sure the kid eat when he's supposed to. <laughs> I am out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I be, no way, I've been there. No, I wasn't making me. I was cooking. I, <laughs> I was bored. I, nigga, nigga, learn how to cook. Nigga, start cooking new shit. Nigga, cook cube steak. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, on the internet, looking up new recipes, all kind of shit. And Joe See, Biden's motherfucking had, podcast. Nigga. They had the internet. That shit saved me, nigga. We was making steakums. <laughs> <laughs> they had the internet to look up recipes from these little chef niggas. Yo, clue, clue or drama? Mm. Clue. Because... In, Love the drama, respect Always the drama. Always love the drama. Right. And I understand why drama picks drama. Like, I get it. It actually is a conversation. Mm. Like, and I'm in the minority, but I'm home team. And I got my start. Respectfully. Got my start Respectfully. there. You know, I, the professionals, the professional, you know what I mean? That was like, come on, man. It's fucking cool we talk yeah, about. Yeah, man, that's... that's... The... I think it kind of... Ha- maybe it has to be drama... If you just go by sheer evolution, because yeah. it starts with Clue. Well, not start, but Clue had to hand the baton off so drama could be drama today. And drama's doing, I don't think you could really argue against what he's done, like mixtapes aside, like just as a music mind, as a talent scout, and just having an ear. Like, he do the mixtape shit in his sleep, and they just happen to be classics. But that other shit he doing take some work man you don't just mm-hmm. bump into these niggas that mm-hmm. he's finding and developing like it's quite the exact definitely quite the exact i can't front you know what i mean little uzi vert you know what i mean shout out to uh little uzi shout out to jack harlow you know what i mean another home i like jack guy. yes I fuck with jack, I like harlow. Jack. I like jack but i mean drama's in it drama is in atlanta and has been in atlanta at the right time the way that clue was in new york at the right time hmm mm. 
Yo, did you, was you really, this sidebar, this is, I don't know, I just came to my mind. Really, you really went to Skate Key before you were signed to 100%. Battle Myth Bleak? Not to Battle Myth Bleak, I just went. I didn't know anything about Myth Bleak was going to be there. I was just going, we was in Skate Key. <laughs> yeah, this nigga really in the city. Yeah, nah, I went to I, I went to talk. I went. That was trying to segue to Sin City. You know no, what I'm saying? The first time I seen my nigga was in Sin City. My nigga was eating. He was eating at the table. <laughs> I just looked at the nigga. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite strip club right now? It's no strip clubs right now. Um, not in not in New York. No, yes it is. Yes it is. Yes it is. It's a bunch of them. It's a bunch of them. My favorite, my favorite one is the one that the, the fine girls are working at, hmm. and that rotates. And that, and that. <laughs> <laughs> strippers of Boston. Peyton Manning said his favorite receiver is the one that's open. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, strippers of Boston. That's the thing. Mm. That's the thing. I mean, aren't they like some people go there for the bartenders? I'm telling you. I'm going there for a good vibe, some good music, uh, see some people I know. The women, I'm not really there for the women. I know all of them. Yo, we know. So, I mean, that's like going to see the homies. (laughs) Yo, I think I was eating at the table. You had to see him, though. <laughs> Yo, I think that's the thing people don't understand. Like, and I be having to explain this to people that not people from Atlanta or or Miami, but like, or Houston. But strip club is a different culture in New York. Like, it's Cheers. It's the local meetup. It's the networking spot. It's the Yo, let's just run here right quick. Oh, it's facts, not. Facts. It ain't like horny time facts, all the time facts, when you go to the strip facts. club. So you could easily end up in a strip club if you go. You could be there two, three times a week. Easy if that's what you went to. I've been going to strip clubs since I was 16 years old, yo. 17 years old. Fake ID or fucking Canal. Or not Canal, West 4th. Like, we out. Yeah, that's it's a culture. That's crazy. I, I wrote rhymes in the strip club. I brought laptops oh. to the strip club. Oh. Birthday parties. I fucked the baddest things in the strip club. Facts. Great nights That's on the strip club. I've had fun in the strip club. You lived a life, my brother. Still living. I lived, yeah, still, I lived, still, still living. I lived a few of them. Y'all wait till this next chapter. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to show you niggas, but I can tell you now. What's over the Joe Budden pool party, man? It's over. It's over? It's over. For life. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> COVID? Amongst other things. Okay. COVID, just people, mm-hmm. um, society today. I wouldn't put me or anybody I love in that position where there are clad women around, beautiful clad women around, alcohol and rich people. It's a liability. Definitely. And Joe Button grew the fuck up. And not, not to that's, even say it like therapy, that. Nigga. That's therapy, nigga. That's therapy and experience. Bro, you, that's dang, experience, bro. yeah. That's, that's experience like a motherfucker. What, what's your most favorite interview you ever done? That's a good question. I never liked interviews. Never, you never like like conducting interviews, not an interview that. Oh shit! You mean doing they, them? Oh no, I love yeah. I love those. Well, that's because I only speak to the people I like speaking to. I had a lot of fun with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I did, I did. Uh, I didn't know you said. I, I you had a lot that. of fun with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I spoke to him twice. Hmm. That's how much fun he was, and he was fun both times because he's a genius. Like armed with every fact there is to be armed with about the universe and I'm big on universe 
So that was a lot of fun for me. Uh, that Migos debacle was one of my favorite moments, too. That was a good interview. Huh. It was a good interview. Well, because it was a bad interview, it was a great interview. It was a great oh, moment. I mean, it kicked off a lot, yeah. One of those great, it's a great moment. Facts. You got, you got to take those moments when they come. Facts. Now, doing everything. Those are moments. You can't run from the moment, yo. You can't. You can't, you can't run from the moment. You, you got to either grab the bull by the horns and get to it or move out the way so a real nigga can get to it. Mm. But you can't be in the way. Mm. Mm. It's true. Now, doing everyday struggle, right, and that show being the most popular show on Complex, as far as... Best show ever. Best show ever, right? Best show ever. You miss doing best that? Best show ever. You miss doing that show? Do I miss doing that show? Mm. Fuck yeah. It's the best show ever. Hmm. Now, you think of recreating it, in a way? We own it. You, I mean, facts. Oh, you shit. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you you didn't know that. You getting you busy, know that? my nigga. You getting busy. You created the show. Put me on. That's why I don't get how Joe be the villain, yo. Hmm. Because every way that I went, I went there. And I made it. <laughs> I did it. I thought it. How the fuck I be the bad guy and some shit I thought of? Nobody was thinking about this. <laughs> hmm. Did you handpick Nick, Nick, the, the, the Deska? Excuse me. Nick, the the Deska. Deska worked at Complex. Shout out to her. She's at, she has her own show now. Oh, Apple. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Deska. Um, no, that uh, Everyday Struggle was supposed to be me and Elliot Wilson. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. I never knew and that. And we would look for a moderator. That was what was supposed to happen. Um... And then Elliot called and was like, I don't know if I'm doing it, Joe. Hmm. Like, I got off from over here. I'm living over here. I think I'm pulling out out of respect for you. I'm letting you know. Then it was like, okay, now we have a genius concept, but these shows are personality-based. So, and that's a chemistry thing now, and now you're in a spot. Chemistry. Back chemistry, to chemistry. Back to chemistry. Facts. When you have to search for chemistry, mm. you are in a bind. So Noah, Noah at Complex, shout out to Noah as well. He was like, all right, I'm going to just start bringing some people in. We'll start just looking at some people. Mm. And Ack was one of those people. And Ack came in. It was me, Ack, Noah, Ian. And as soon as he left, that was my first time meeting him. Um, and as soon as he left, I said, he's it. That's the one. I didn't know much about him. I knew he had a following. I knew that they were big on him. But I didn't know him. And I didn't like him. Mm. Is that why and you And that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That That's was perfect. Hilarious. That's, That's hilarious. the best. This is a hit. We out now. Cause not, I don't like him personally, mm -hmm. but some of this hip hop shit that he's on, I don't know. Mm. And then we started the show, but before we started the show, see, cause Ack is a workhorse too. So before we started that show, Ack just started coming to my house. Mm. Him and Lyric, the producer of the show. This is before the show starts. And now they just in the crib and we just coming up with how we gonna approach this thing and how we want it to look and feel and and Ack was dedicated, man. And once we started working, I fell in love. I fell in love with Ack. Mm -hmm. We were totally different, but I understood it. 
I, I, I saw what part of hip-hop he came from. I saw how he viewed it, his perspective. Uh, and he reminded me a lot of me when I was 21. Like, I wasn't in the streets, but I needed my information. There was the internet. Ta-da. He's just the newer version of that and advanced because he made a career and a following out of it. And once he got there, me and him, oh, we was out. Best ever. Yeah. What you mean was What's up, podcast land? It's your boy C. Diddy, one half of the realest podcast ever. Are you tired of the same boring, unoriginal podcast that lack depth, originality, and substance? Well, I got a solution for you. Join us here every Monday and Thursday on Revolt Podcast Network for the realest podcast ever, where we bring you the best in entertainment news, fashion, sports, music reviews, politics, and street culture with a mixture of the most powerful guests that you're going to find anywhere on the internet. Join us every Monday and Thursday for the realest podcast ever. Best ever. Yeah, but that wasn't, nah, I mean, as I age, like that was my, that was my teenage years. Like my teenage years was wild, but then it was fucking institutions and psychiatrists then it was youth houses then it was and then it was a record deal <laughs> so i couldn't do all that and once i got my record deal i was around some different people so i respectfully say no i wasn't in the streets because i quickly learned what that was right i wasn't that mm. so you said you was you was doing therapy since you was 11 right when you got your record deal, did you still continue to do therapy? Uh, no. No, nah, he was running around fucking. I'm out. Hmm. I wasn't fucking anything, but I was out. I was out. And the writing was always the therapy. Like the music was the therapy. When I would go to therapy, the one one of the more, most important things they said to you was write shit down. Write shit down. Helps the brain. Look at it. Get that shit out. Anything to go in gotta come out. Dig deep. Sit with yourself, nigga. So that's what it always has been. That's why I didn't like that little part of y'all interview where it was like, and I don't like that narrative. That's a disgusting narrative. What's the narrative? That little, oh, you interview niggas and you shit on niggas because your rap career was never what you thought it was going to be. Well, okay. (laughs) I understand that. But don't you have to think past that? Mm. And why isn't that part respected? It ain't the raps. Like we could cat, hat, blap, blap, blap. We could do that all day long. When I signed my deal, it was, they said, yo, what do you want out of this shit? I just want to be respected by the niggas I respect. And that list was short. It was Ice Cube, Hove, fucking uh, Scarface. It was a short list. It was like the niggas I listened to coming up. LL. Wu-Tang, fucking cannabis, or just whoever whoever the fuck it was. But, yeah, once I was there, I'm there now. I gotta, I, can't, I gotta stop looking at you niggas like that. Like, we here. I'm trying to tear niggas up. Everybody. Damn, I forgot the question. Oh, so that narrative of, yeah. No, you got what you were supposed to get from that. Now, what did you do? This shouldn't be a... I did that in 2010, 2011, 2012, where you just bitter with where rap has gone. Like, not just your career, but... Rapping all. Rap. Mm-hmm. When I did Who Loves Hip Hop, um, uh, Who Killed Hip Hop, mm-hmm. one, two, and three. 
that was a real bitter but really confused inquisitive kind of yo what's happening like that was that but once you accept that like my son raps my son will be 21 he raps I can't, you can't be bitter anymore. See, that's what your kids do. Your kids will make you look at some shit in you. Like, I can't be that and then tell you how to go through this. Like, so, nah. And I can't be there the way I want to be there for you and still be out trying to do this. Like, your mom blessed me and y'all blessed me with a 20-year career where I got to run around. I need to be a little stationary now with two kids. I don't want to be on a stage with my breath control, feeling my heart rate doing a certain thing. I don't want to talk to people about tour budgets and fucking what, yo, what hotel are we saying? I mean, I don't want to do some of the things that my career was affording me at the time. I had to think past it, but that was the greater part. Fuck the rapping. He said, was it difficult to stop rapping? That was the most difficult thing to ever do. That's the part that should get looked at. Mm -hmm. That's the part that skipped. Yo, the only thing that that nigga know how to do in life, drop out, know what the degrees, none of that shit, no gang, no kappa, no none of that society shit, lone one man, oh, I'm going to stop that and go, and we just going to take what come. Yeah, I'm going to be the villain, because you either with it or you not with it from that guy's perspective. He got to go. It's shit to do. My time is my, my fucking... Uh, don't let me start, man. Nah, nah still don't let me. Don't get me started here, man. Nah. Trying to, have, trying, to, trying to just chill out, man. Don't get me started here. He's charging up, but... But to go, oh, don't, even, don't oh, worry. Sorry, sorry. The, the, the room's shaking. Don't even worry about it. The room's shaking. Don't even worry about it. But I think he was just trying to say that... Them being there with you from whenever they were there helped the popularity of the show. Well, that's true. What the fuck would you say that for? <laughs> that's true. That's a fact. That's what I think he was trying to say when he said that. That's what, that was the beginning of the question, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like... Now, let, let's, let me switch gears. But I don't even get that from that interview. Like, I've seen that floating. I've seen that before. Anytime I say something about an artist that somebody like, that pops up. Mm. Even today, it's like, uh, you want a big man because they're richer than you. I was at 21. Excuse me? Like, you even know me. Like, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> That's the internet. The fuck? That's crazy. Right, so I want to switch gears for a second. Switch because, gears. Because, you know, you do a lot of fly shit. And you wear fly shit, right? So it's people, an people, to them. people <laughs> I, I cop shit. So well, you know, people would I, I you, understand. You know, the girls know. It's a few people that know. I understand. You know, what I mean, people synonymously pair you to brands like a Mary and Bottega, right? Because mm-hmm. you being that type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But my question to you is: Do you fuck with any other brands like the black brands like Barriers or like Salehi, Payamos, the Crate, Queens? You fuck with them brands? Yeah, I'm wearing Salehis. I only ask to segue that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm only alley-ooping shit, that, and I only shout my, all my niggas out that I like, so. That's that's my guy. But, I mean, if I like the shit and I find out it's black, oh, I'm with it. I don't know all the names like you do off the top, mm-hmm. but, yeah, 100%. Word, word. Nah, because, you know, I always want to highlight the black brands because I feel like that's where fashion 
especially in the Mecca where we from. Nigga, everything start from us. Everything start from us. And, you know, niggas be trying to take the swag and remix it and put their spin on it respectfully. Well, that's America. That- <laughs> that's, the Amer- that's the American way. That's the American way. What's up, show? You, you mad because I took it off the spice? Would you have more spice? You had some spice? And just for the record, I don't feel that he's been nah, spicy. Nah, it's not spice. And, you and, know and, what it and is. And I want to say, I, hopefully, I have handled this the manner nah. in a respect, respectful you, you way. Know. I certainly don't want to come up here on... Bullshit or make it look it's like not, it's bullshit. It's not even about that. I'm coming up here now, mm-hmm. like yeah, no, you we we on peace, love, and light. But Thanks. when you watch somebody for 15, 20 years on TV, you got questions for them. Ask away. Get to it. Questions, uh-huh. man. Fucking hey, man. Got a fucking <laughs> all this shit. Your brother really tried to shoot you. Huh? Your brother really tried to shoot you. I don't think he tried to shoot me. You said that. Well, he had a gun in my head. The fuck, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck do you want me to say? As a, as, a, as a young child, yeah, I don't know what he was trying to do then in that moment, nigga. Why does my brother have a gun in my head? I thought that was a valid question. The fuck. But today, you know, with some experience, no, I don't think he was trying to shoot me. I think he was excited to have a gun. That's what I think. And when you're excited to have a gun, that's why I'm careful with guns. You do shit like that. Yeah. And guns just carry energy. So you bring it out the house and the energy just, it's just, it's, oh. yeah, it's, it's an energy with it. So it don't matter. On safety, who cares? What makes you so comfortable with being vulnerable on the camera like that? Well, what's the alternative option? Hmm. I see a lot of people hide shit. I wonder why they do it. <laughs> 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 I don't know the other way to do it. See, y'all niggas, niggas be saying, oh, Joe's, um, what are they going to be, loud or abrasive or vocal or unfiltered? I didn't know I was unfiltered until I got out in the streets and seen that, oh, oh none of y'all niggas are talking. Okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm unfiltered. I come from therapy since 10. They teach us to talk. They teach us to not bottle it in. I know what it's like when you hold it in. That's why I get right to it when I get right to it. Got to get it up. I'm getting it off me. It's going somewhere. But this is, I ain't sitting with this. Or I am, and I make peace with it. Make peace with it. I, I need all. I think that's Joe over time, though, bro. He's a firecracker, bro. You're not about to sit here <laughs> and not. just act. He beat but Joe, I'm not. actually. Matt, but it's I'm now. Not. That's now, bro. I, the perception is that Joe is wild, and I understand that because it's the camera theatrics, that nigga's trained. He's an assassin there, man. I get why they think he's wild, and they don't know me in real life, but I'm not, uh I'm chill as can be. Virgo. Shit. I don't scream in real life. I don't so raise my voice in real life. I don't argue in real life. I don't kick it with niggas in real life. Like in real life, I don't do that shit. Be home, laid up, cuddled up in the S with something. Netflix, strip club, fucking what we doing? You like girls? What we doing tonight? Let's get wild. Like I'm in the other Why shit. I've, I've always been. I've always been with the women. Really. That's a fact. I've always been with the women. I never wanted I never wanted to hang around a bunch of niggas. The few times I did it, I learned valuable lessons. One, it's expensive. Hmm. Boy, is it expensive. Hmm. Oh, it costs. Facts. I don't see how... Well, I know you niggas got budgets that's doing it, but it is expensive to just run around with niggas. And then you ain't getting into places I want to get in when you show up to the door with just a bunch of niggas. niggas. That's a fact. That's not wavy to me. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I like going to the door alone or with yeah, some 
And so just a bunch of niggas. And niggas are sensitive. Hmm. Niggas harbor feelings and don't communicate and don't express themselves and don't go through the proper healing. Like all the shit that you say about like an ex or or somebody like that, like niggas do that. And I don't want to go through that with niggas. I'd rather go through that with women. Mm. I don't want to do that with men. There's some things I'm not doing with men. Feel you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm sorry. Yeah, what made you do love and hip hop? Mm. Which time? First time. The first time, I thought it would be a pretty cool extension of what I was already doing. <clears throat> and I had really no idea what I was getting into. Hmm. When I did it, you got to understand, it was season three. Mm-hmm. I think it was season three. Yeah, early. So, I mean, yeah. I just did it. Hmm. It's cool, too. Yeah. Love and hip hop wasn't the issue, I was the issue. <laughs> why why you say that? Cuz your shit was spilling on TV or what 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 was the issue for you? Why do you feel like you was the issue? I was the issue because of the Sackler family and the perk and opioid uh problem mm. that burst onto the scene. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that too. show, yeah, that happened to me. Mm. Went to the hospital, came out, needed them every day. Mm. Altoid case, fifty pills, hurt and shaking everywhere I went. Had Facts. had to have them. So that was me, pilled up, mollied up, losing weight, yellow teeth, thinking off, deranged, not in a great spirit, down. That wasn't well, them. Because I, I went through that. You got to take accountability. What we got to take ownership of the part that we play in our life. Playing out. That's us. I don't run around doing all this blaming for, for shit. He did, he did, he did. No. I know what I did. I know where I was at. I know the part I played. I know how they got there. I know how they got there. How did you shake that? God. <laughs> shit. Huh. God. Family. Strong network of people. A lot of nights balled up in the bed and sweats curled up with a lady there to fucking wipe, wipe my back and coddle me like I was a child. Yeah, that's how we got over that. It was bad. Had to eat a lot. Had to really do some deep, deep digging to get out of that one. Because they had me, boy. They had me. And I vowed. I told my pal, hey, let's do, get, let's get us out of this one. I won't touch it again. I promise. I promise. Because it ain't even touching them. It's getting off them. <laughs> right. Mm. Facts. It's getting off them. Facts. Excuse mm. me. It ain't touching them. It's getting off it. Oh, my God. Mm. Nightmare. I was sick watching that dope sick shit on TV. Yo, that sick show, watching that shit. Yo, that show. <laughs> sick. Crying. Yeah. Uh, tough. Heartache. If you've been there, then you've been there. And nah, we're not doing that again. Mm-mm. I don't think people understand that shit, man. And I, and I was introduced off that shit. Off, I fell off the second floor. I had a contusion. Doctor described me 120. See? I think I was 21, 22. He was giving that shit out like candy. I was in the hospital thinking, it ain't been four hours. They right back with some more. They must like me. They ain't supposed to give me this shit like this. You know what I'm saying? It's like they was putting niggas on that shit, yeah, right? Yeah, they was Yo. doing that shit. That's what they was doing. You shitting me? That's exactly what they was doing. 
Yo, as you age, you learn the scam and everything. And that's the problem. And therapy does that too. That's the problem with therapy. Like now, when I hear people, I said this the other day, all I hear is what the therapist is, would say to this. Yes. It plagues me. But yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I read up on the white family, excuse me, the, the family that owns the patent, the Percocet. And the money that they make a year is crazy. Pharmaceutical money is different though. Bro, they own the patent for the biggest drug right now. The patent. Single dad rules. I need you. Single dad rules. Single. <laughs> What's off limits? Oh, man. Single dad rules. Oh, between, between my co parenting? Co parenting. We, we, got, we got some rules. Our rule, no, no. Ah, oh, no opposite sex around my kid when it's like that. Like, none of that. I won't do it. You don't do it. We respect each other. We love each other. Awesome. That's our, that's our one. Everything else, we just, we kick it through. We kick it right through. Okay. And that's a blessing. We had to work to get there, but we got there. We're, we're super great. So proud of her. So Taking happy notes over there? Nigga, I got notes. Fuck no, 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 no. I'm, talk, I'm talking about, about what he just said. Why are you asking me? What the fuck you talking about? Because you asked him now. You asked him now. What the fuck you talking about? You asked him now for a reason. Nah, nigga. That's a great question. This is my nigga. That's a great question. I thought that was a great question. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I don't know what I'm saying. That's a great question. I got to get my... Let's go. Shout out to both of my king's moms. I mean, gangster shit, man. Guilty pleasures, right? What guilty pleasures? I ain't guilty, guilty about pleasure none of it. No, no, no. Yeah, not even of women, of purchases. Shit that... I could tell him that. Shit that you like, that you embarrassed of liking, that you would buy a car, some sneakers, Important. clothes. Oh, that's disgusting. That's <laughs> disgusting, nasty. That I'm embarrassed by. <laughs> I tell, that I I'm embarrassed you. by. The other shit, I ain't... I don't think it's nothing in them. Because I don't go crazy. Hmm. I don't go crazy. Like, even now, when niggas are like, oh, this nigga do a lot of shopping with the clothes. You're doing a lot. But it's like, I've always worn sweatpants. And now they just happen to make cool sweats. Designer sweatpants. Expensive. The fashion went through a stage where it wasn't cool sweats. Right. That's when I was in my Jordan shorts and shit. And that's when Nike, the little Nike tech shit came and took over. I was polo sweats all the time. Champion sweats. When, then when champions start doing the big C and all of that shit, yeah, and niggas shit start getting new, it's like, all right, what are we going to do? But now, oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Thank God I got money to buy the good sweats now, boy. But it's still sweats, slippers. I still do it just like homeless sheep now. I mean, you, you do got on $1,000 slippers right now. And they have a thousand dollars. Well, they $1, resell. $1, they resell for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, I had. You know what I mean? Just look, I got my green, green joints on. Yeah, the show. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been looking at them from down here. I wanted to wear my other, my little lime green ones. I just See, got. You fronted, you Man, fronted ain't talking, I wanted to wear my little lime about, green ones. Like, you talking about fashion you, tonight? Because you playing with me? Because you playing with me? I Because he showed up, this nigga was decked out head to toe, but he had Greg on. So I'm looking at him and I, 
I'm like, oh, that's another one. See, they call me a narcissist, so I got to think these things to myself. I'm like, yo, another thing I brought to the game, I ain't see a soul in Greg Lauren. They tore my ass up. Soon as I see some rappers, Serge Ibaka, yeah. PJ Tucker, oh, now it's hot? Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I ain't seen niggas at the Barney's pop-ups. I didn't see them, but it's cool. Joe gonna always take the darts for the people behind me, You took man. it back to the Barney's pop-ups. They don't know about the Greg Lauren and Barney's I miss Barney's, Joe. I miss Barney's. I do. Rest in peace, Barney's. Good, good place. Good, good place. That's. I, mean, I, I love these conversations. These nah, conversations make Nah, rest in peace, Barney's, you know what man. man. What happened, man. Sean? What we got? I, 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 I got a lot for this nigga, man. He high now. Let's get to it. Nah, he high now. Let's get to it. It's not even about getting high, bro. It's, it's cool. Like, I got the, I got the butterflies out, even, too. It's not even about <laughs> getting high. You know what it is? It's that people grow. And I see Joe, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to get into, like, 2012 Joe. But that's not 2012 Joe. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm so he's not going to answer the questions like I would look at. See, that's when, when you... Yo, I'm it, a different I, And, and I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. I'm happy that we met each other and it was in a good way. Because I thought... I, I kind of thought you were going to be an asshole, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't want to meet you. Why would you think that? That's just... See what, what I mean? That, no, no, it's not... I'm being honest. Can I not be honest? Can I not be honest? Can I not be honest? Being honest. Because that's what a lot of people have said to me. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people that met me said that. Well, who are they? There is motherfuckers out here, nameless. See? <laughs> I mean, I mean, See? motherfuckers on the, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers met you, and they, they, they said that. I'm going to be honest with you. So I'm saying, I met you in a good way, and, it, and, it, and it, like, bro, niggas look up to you bro, in, a, in a big way. And I gotta say that to you, bro, because like you motherfuckers, know, black as black men, motherfuckers look at people like when you show another black man, like yo, so yeah, to another nigga, to like they look at a nigga like he's cocksucking. Yeah, you're not allowed to do it. They look at a nigga like he cocksucking, bro. Like this motherfucker, like salute to you for giving me a platform to showcase what I'm doing. But brother, this nigga. Like, we, we sitting here with Joe Biden, bro. Nah, nigga, I know. We sitting here with Joe Biden, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. We sitting here with Joe Biden. Like, am I wrong right here? Nah. Yo, the funny shit, inside joke, we call this nigga Show Button, so it's hilarious that you here. Nah, it's like, it's like I'm a Virgo, bro. I'm like I'm a Virgo. It's hilarious that you here. I, I had to get that one out. That That's funny. Just... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I, you know what I'm saying? I'm an I'm a off-the-wall nigga, so I like to talk about females and shit like that, but we ain't going to get into that, man. We oh, no. A, I mean, we're having not. a dope-ass you know conversation. You know nah. This, 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 this your, perfect. Get, no, no, we're not even doing it. This perfect. No, no, we're going to do it. We're going to do I'll it. I'll play a little stupid music. Go ahead, man. Let me I, see. Oh. All right. Yeah, we chilling. <laughs> right, Joe, so we got Joe this. don't watch porn no more. I, I don't watch. Why would I do that? But wait. Let him answer the fucking question. Wait a second. I know him. Right. It's, oh, hold on. Shit. Wait, wait. Let me. Let the niggas me, be fronting on me, man. Let me throw up the backboard real fast, right? So we got this segment that this guy has called Porn Star of the Week. Now, I know. I didn't plan on doing I, this. Because we all listen to your pod, so we know what time it is. This guy has a Pornhub membership. He's like a dork for like porn. Yeah, he's like. Okay. He's a little weird with it, it is, but it I mean, it's what I, I mean, I, whatever. So. Mm. <laughs> I ain't mad. Right, this is what I do. So. This is the segment of the show where he shares his porn star of the week, or he asks you for a porn star of the week. I have to present it. Yeah, to I don't have porn you. stars, yeah. so you can get your shit off. Get your shit. I don't off. watch them. You say you know. 
Yeah. All right, so, so I, you've watched porn before. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so I got you. <laughs> I got you. Mm-hmm, yeah. I just need your all-time favorite porn star. That's all I need from you, bro. Oh, when you did watch porn. favorite porn star. Well, then who's the one woman you was like, that scene? Everybody got the Come on, Joe. You got the scene. You know the scene. Come on. Listen, my favorite scene from a porn star, this was an old-ass porn on VHS. I don't know her name. I, 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 I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad I my tapes. mom threw that tape out. God damn it. I, I, <laughs> I still have a VCR, but I had that goddamn tape. Um, but yeah, I don't have a... VCRs. Huh? I said, shout out my niggas with VC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um... Uh, I'm not just be handling niggas, man. I, I like how... Because I don't want my pick to be indicative of the women that I go for in there. But Lisa Ann be handling niggas, yo. She don't play with these niggas. Like, and it don't matter. Her, <laughs> you know, Lisa Ann... Vanessa Blue didn't play Vanessa with Vanessa Blue is a gangster. Vanessa Blue didn't play with niggas. And I don't even yo. fuck with porn shit. Those, like those are like those are those are women Vanessa that intimidate men. And that's what and that's what they did on camp. And that was interesting to see for me. So I fuck with them. Damn, Joe gave me a porn star of the week. I'm, I'm a fake legend on my block. <laughs> no, you that dude, you kill him right now. On that, on my block alley. Thank you, brother. You yo, kill him. You, you do a great job right now. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. I wouldn't lie to you. Well, I would like. Come on, man. You're doing great. See, look, man. You got. I can't even shit on you. you I, I think on. I retired. No, I'm gonna shit on him. I ain't gonna shit on him. But nah, but nah, today, say, today, today, this is. It's good right here. You off your rookie deal. What was the first thing you brought when you got your first big check? I don't know where the fuck that came from. Jewelry, like idiot. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say. I thought you was gonna say a house. No way. No, I didn't have that information when I got my pub deal. I ran right to the Coliseum. We went to Queens. Ran right over there. That, 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 that. and that was it. Left, broke. We up. Man, fuck it, I got fucking rappers. Now, how, how many how many bitches you was fucking tonight <laughs> when when Pump It Up came out, my nigga? I never moved like that. I never moved like that. I believe that's more rep. That's more. That's more shit that they made up just along the way because I've been public. You gotta understand, I've been in front of the public for we know twenty over twenty years now. So depending, you've seen a lot that you, you probably should not have been privy to. But I never was wild, wild uh, with the girl. Never. Yo, how did you feel when you heard Hov on the Pump It Up beat? Ecstatic. When you be hyped. Ecstatic. Boy, was I hype. <laughs> I pinched myself. I thought I was dreaming. Because we had just spoke to them. Hmm. So no way I thought he was going to get on that beat. Hmm. I thought they gave me a number and that was it. And then he jumped on the beat. Like, hey, <laughs> oh shit! Maybe he threw me one. He might have threw me I think one. He threw you one. That was my I next think question. He threw me one too, yo. Cause that's the whole whole know what he's doing. That's the whole know with the power mm-hmm. of his voice and mm-hmm. what's going on. You know, skein his mind like he know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he threw me one, yo. He's always ahead of the play. But back to what I told him earlier. You gotta be ready for the moment when it comes. Life going to throw some shit at you, and if you're not ready, you're going to miss it. He gave it to me. I was right there like Aaron Judge. 
was at the radio two days later. <laughs> I ain't waste no time. That's why I don't understand these rapping niggas to play with me. I don't understand it. I ain't waste time. They playing with podcaster Joe now. I used to be outside. I ain't see niggas. I ain't see a soul. I was looking. Aggressive dog. Bark. <laughs> yeah, nah, I ain't see nobody. I don't want to hear none of that shit today. Nobody I'm chilling now. Nobody can bring you out right now. I'm chilling now. No, my son. My son can bring me out. He keep asking for a verse. That's beautiful to me. That's a nice story. That's that's, that's nice cool. Story. I want to come out and do that. Hmm. More my son shit. That's now I'm out. Fire. But uh, one of these niggas? Alright, nerdy rap question for me. Just from the inside. How close was you to doing that verse for Westside? When... The slaughterhouse reunion for close the... so that, that close was... i was close i was your close when i heard that when he told i've always me wanted that. to rhyme with the griselda niggas i always did i always did still on my bucket list love those guys that's just the, that's just the that's that pocket right there they remind me of me and banks and, and the niggas they remind me of niggas yeah they remind me of that it's that energy so yeah that was close you, that wasn't a myth when they was saying that story. I know niggas were like, oh, that was going to happen. Like, <laughs> nah, that was going to happen. Wow. That would have been crazy. I just didn't think that was fair for me. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to go get with Royce a little bit. Like, whenever I rap again, I'm going to get with Royce. And we just going to kick it. Yeah, that, That's what we're going to we gonna do what we got to do. Same but I didn't think it was fair for me to just pop up on a track with killers like this. Fresh off the two year, seven year, whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all you niggas is. Warm up. Y- y'all think, if y'all think I'm the guy that y'all just gonna do that too, y'all got Joe all the way fucked up. I was about to get my training bag. What the fuck is y'all talking about? Train, I mean, this shit like riding a bike though, Joe. Well, no, no, like I'm me. not worried about me. Oh. I'm not worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, he fucked me up. Yo, I'm not worried drunk. about me. Oh. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Nah, that that fuck, will nah, never yeah, happen to he Joe. He got me right there. He fucked me up. He fucked me up. That Boy. will never happen to Joe. Ever. But I know now, I done talk so much shit. <laughs> I know that it's like the Yankees now. Like, the Yankees get everybody best game. If I come out of retirement, nobody's showing up with the whack verse. This is going to be verse of a lifetime for niggas. Facts. So I'm showing up. Facts. I do all right when I show up. You've been interviewing a lot of women in hip-hop. Love the women. Love the How women. About I love the women. They need us. They're here. They've been here for a little while. It's not a fluke. Like, they're earners. Like, they're creating revenue for you. A lot of niggas. Like, they, 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 they need our support. I think that's one of the problems with, with us, our people. We don't too many things that divide us and not enough times where we come together and just support each other at all times and I know I'm probably the last nigga that should say that with fucking as divisive as they say I am but not with women and not in real life so yeah I'm proud of the girls I'm just proud of them like I can't be from New York and not put Cardi up here on a pedestal at all times I can't because I'm a strip club nigga I was there right I seen it. I know what was going on. I, I was trying to fuck her partner at one point. <laughs> this the Joe I need. Come on, she was right. This the Joe. This, like, this is that's what I'm talking I mean, about. Man, we gonna keep it real. That's the shit. 
Cardi can. <laughs> Cardi did it, yo. She did that shit. I'll never not sing her praises, yo. Yeah, she got yeah. to the label, and the label didn't think she could do it. That's a fact. They didn't think she would do it. When that happened, come on, man. Come on, man. Then she a made the right... Do you think they come need on. more camaraderie and, and women? Nikki from Queens. Like, I already feel like the, the New York people that have a bright future in front of them, today they get killed before it get popping. So the people that's here in New York, like, that's popping today, and I got a platform, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm always supporting that. I'm always supporting that. Speaking, I can't not. Speaking of Nikki, I love the interview, the conversation. The conversation, that you guys thank you. Had, yes. Right? It, was, it was amazing. Now, my question to you is how important is it to the culture for guys like us to talk to other people that's actually doing it? Is it, is it similar to you as, you know, the D. Wade's, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith's talking to the guys in the league. It's super important. Super important. It's c- communi- com- communal. It's communal. That's that's the word. But yeah, it takes a nation. It takes a nation millions. 40 acres and a mule. Like, bridge. Each one teach one. Like, it comes from that. So, that's another reason you had to get out all that bitter being angry at the new generation. I know it's tough. I know it's some old athletes that are mad that it's so much money today in athlete world. But it's some athletes that couldn't be happier. Hmm. It's something that couldn't be happier. So, yeah. Hmm. What was I saying again just now? We're talking about women hip hop. Nah, we were talking no, about we're the correlation of. Oh, yeah. Us. So, you got to talk to. Like, my first time in that moment was my interview with Yachty, another one of my favorite interviews. I love that interview. I didn't know how to do an interview. Mm. It was honest. I didn't know how to conduct an interview. Hmm. I didn't know him. And I didn't I didn't just done didn't know nothing. All I knew was he was young and talented and had some good people behind him and I wanted to give him some information. And maybe I didn't go about that in the best way, but today, that's my guy today, but today when I look at where he's at, he's doing the same thing. Crazy. Each one, t- he giving it. He's a veteran. How <laughs> just crazy. that fast. Just that fast. That's fucking. And crazy. he's giving the information, man. So, hmm. yeah, you got to do that. You, you cool got to do QC that right now, right? Huh? You cool with QC? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's your nigga. Joe is cool with everybody, yo. I it's, I know it's easy to get caught up in the internet stuff. I don't have a beef to that. Like I did that my whole career. And I'm alive to say I pieced it up with all the niggas that I beefed with. That's funny. That's a good segue. Speaking of piecing it up, you know, we we go outside. The New York guys, and you're fucking Joe Biden. So everybody sees you, and, you know, heard you was out with Rory the other day. What other day? And where you hear that from? Niggas outside. Oh shit! Hold up. Wait, niggas, where you check that one at? Hey, look at, hey, look at this again, Spice. Hey, where you check that one? Look at this. Hey, I don't know who the mole is. I don't know who the mole is. It wasn't me. I don't know who the mole is. Hey man, niggas be outside. You know, I just, I, I don't know. You don't have to answer it. Nah, man. Me and Rory caught the Robert Glasper showed up. Couple of weeks ago, I love Robert Glasper. He's got an amazing album out right this second. So that was a great show that I didn't know it was even happening at Blue Note until Rory told me. But that was good. But I try not to talk about none of that. Like, I understand. I understand the position he's in. 
I understand what they're doing. I want to respect it. So we don't discuss that. But yeah, there's no problem. Gangster. That's grown man shit. That's that shit made man. me smile. That's I ain't gonna hold Healing. you. I didn't even talk to you about shit. I just wanted to wait. You know what I mean? But anyway, yo, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Mm. Oh, I wouldn't tell anybody. I would never tell anybody. You heard me the other night, right? I'm very adamant it. about it. I I'm very it. adamant about that, yo. Like, hmm. nah. You all the rest of you niggas figure, figure your own shit out. I ain't saying shit. Too many times I've said it. And it worked. And then some shit happened. And then niggas start, no. No. Mom's the, ah. Uh-uh. You'll know when it's done. Huh. And it'll get done. Because I'm a man on a mission. Like the mission don't stop. The mission never stops. The mission stops. don't stop. You know it's crazy because I look at you in the same, not respectfully. I look at you in the same light as a Kanye. Right? When niggas say, oh he's crazy. Right, but that crazy is really genius because niggas put their insecurities of what they can't do on you. Mm. And I look at you as genius for a lot of these things because, for one, you got to have courage. That's first and foremost. And you got a, a, a lot of courage, right? And then secondly, you got to execute the shit, right? You're, you're great with executing it, right? And this is something for a lot of people. I'm not sure if you know like your your work ethic with how you you do these podcasts and how hard you work and I don't think people know they don't know they don't know they don't know how your process is and and I know you know I know certain things you just not going to share right <clears throat> but your work ethic like what I need the blindest through that like what what what's that like <laughs> point this nigga to point us to the money what, what's that like Nah, I mean, but I've always been like that, though. Like, I like to, I like to work. Like, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm so blessed to be here that, like, how could you not treat every day like that? Like, I have to go. Like, I, I mean, in, in reality, I do a podcast twice a week, yo, and mm-hmm. and I had lived this lifestyle. I, I, why wouldn't you work the, the entire day? That if that's what it is, like. If, if you see what the value is and what God is afforded, why you wouldn't do you wouldn't do that to just sit down and talk with like some niggas that you love hmm. three times. Hmm. <laughs> I'll name this podcast later. Loved them all. Joe Button podcast for them all. Loved them all. These guys love them all. Like I ain't been in a spot with niggas I ain't loved. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no shit. So every day is like a blessing. Monday's my favorite day of the week. People think it's a joke, but I love Mondays because you wake up and you set the tone for the rest of the week. And I'm trying to bust ass every week. Every week is like a reset in the game. I love the fact that as soon as one pond is over, I'm as soon as I take a little break, go shake my ass, I'm right back on there. Hey, what's popping though? Right. <laughs> uh, you thought we left? Never that. The oh, fuck is you talking? Go. Like you know what I mean? That's it right there. But, like, people don't really understand. They're not, they're not seeing what's going on. A man, I was telling Surf earlier, imagine dropping an album twice a week. Word. Word. Imagine having to perform. Like, that have to have that album put up numbers twice a week. Sound insane, right? Hmm. But it ain't insane. It ain't insane. These niggas is posting their song stats. Oh, my song. 
did in such and such in my 500 million streams. How, how long was the song? It's three minutes. I got him there for three hours. Hmm. That retention is about in like 81, something stupid, way above the norm. <laughs> That average listener time is way above. Cause when you look at all that shit, is way. This is a top. This is a top operation that we're running here. Hmm. I couldn't go through that shit that y'all was in here talking about. I couldn't go through that. Y'all don't understand that this is a top operation that we're running here. I wish y'all did, but you don't. But I have to treat it like a top operation all the time because that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not playing with it. I love it. I mean, it's fucking inspiring for me. Like, How can it not be, man? You come from music. I ain't got to tell you about the music game. Anybody that come from music, you thought I was going to let them build a whole new community off some whole new shit and not have no say in it and not get paid from it or nothing like they did before? I wasn't there before. All that shit with them old contracts, I wasn't there. And then I got there, I learned what was going on, but y'all think y'all going to take them bricks and bring them over? No, no. <laughs> no. Hell to the no. Hmm. Nah, that's why black, we just got to always create the punch. We got to create the punch at the prom. Got to make it your own mix, your own flavor, your own style, and then let them come pillage it later. Get your lessons from it. You'll have to do that at least 10 times. Like, that's the thing about creating. It's a never-ending job. Whenever you, when it, whenever you create what you think is the best shit in the world... The very next instant you'll have to do it again, they'll stop believing in you. They'll call you a bunch of names. They'll take the money out. They'll fucking cut the water off. And you'll have to do it again. It's designed that way. Hmm. So if you understand how it's designed, we ain't got time for some of this shit that these niggas want to fight about with me. I don't. I'm very clear on how this is set up and how I'm trying to get set up to set my kids up. Hmm. I got to go. We'll talk later. I tell it to my romantic part. I can't talk about this one. I can't. I find this moment more valuable than you. Like this time, this block of time. I can't. Sounds rude, right? It's fucked up. Niggas gonna say, yeah, he's an asshole. No, so I seen him in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> when it's time to get to it, right. I gotta get to it. It fact. ain't time to kiki and take pictures. and blah, 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 blah. Now at the spade table or Facts. at the barbershop Facts. or somewhere else. That's a fact. Cool, what we doing? But yeah, I'm not here to be friends with niggas. All the niggas that inspire me, I've heard horrible stories about them. All these little docs I'm watching, the Steve Jobs and fucking uh, Carl, Carl fucking Icon and fucking the Uber one I'm watching now, these niggas is fucking menaces to society. Hmm. These niggas is assholes, these niggas is jerks. Move out the way they gotta go, they get into it, they're aggressive. I get how, I come, how it comes off if you're not used to that. I get how it comes off if you, but we from New York, man. Facts. We Talk from New shit. York. That's like, a fact. That's why I can't leave. It's a lot of people leaving. A lot of people leaving. <clears throat> I can't leave because I'm like really this. So I can't be this in LA. I'll smack the shit out of one of you waiters. Like, why am I sitting here for an hour and a half to get water? Because one of you niggas think y'all cute and want to get acting jobs. Nigga, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't. I mean, where's the bodega? Where's the, yeah, where's where's the bodega? 24 hours. Yo, it was a culture shock to me when I learned it wasn't bodegas all the place. It's crazy. <laughs> I had to learn that. Hmm. They thought it was too. They said, well, what was it, bodega? I was like, oh, fuck it, culture shock. We no just corn, no <laughs> corner store. Yeah, <laughs> no corner store, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, just forget it. You think we ever gonna find out what a stream is worth? 
<laughs> I'll watch you, bro. Good luck to everyone in their mission trying to find out. Hey, the days of Joe coming and sitting in front of mics and just loosely giving it up are over, yo. Well, maybe on my podcast sometimes if I'm in a good mood. But just freely sharing shit just to share it? Nah, man. Oh, so man, you of, I mean, of course, he knows what his, his stream is worth. I mean, that's a part of you got to know. That's you know what I mean? Crazy, you better be trying to know, know if you don't know. And if you don't know, you better that. try to get close enough to what, what you think that is. Just try to figure it out. See, me, I'm different because I'll put some shit in my head, and if it don't sound close to that, then the answer's no. It ain't got to be right or wrong. <laughs> it ain't got to be done. It's that because I said it's that. I own it. It's a different set of rules with ownership. And I'm the only one playing this game because everybody went and sold their ass out there. You're still the only independent podcast standing right now. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Oh, man, hit the a J fucking J button J over J there, man. Hit the fucking button. The, J the JBP is completely independent. Come on, the JBN. Man. Yeah, JBN. we don't. I'm not, awesome. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm not mad at anybody else that's moving like that because everybody got to do what they got to do. But I'm not going to keep giving niggas the faith and giving niggas the hope when you don't truly believe. Hmm. I'm not going to keep convincing people or laying out a blueprint or a roadmap like MapQuest. We had to run a Staples back in the day. No, I'm, done, I'm not doing that no more. No, I'm going to apply it. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you by action. Hmm. You think men are meant to be monogamous? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, I'm asking. Are we meant to be monogamous? I don't know. I don't know if it started like that. I don't know if we were built that way or conditioned to be that way. I think we have the ability to because humans adapt. So I think humans can do anything, but is that how it started? I ain't sure about that one. Nah, little niggas ain't we would have needed to populate. So why would everybody be monogamous if we needed to populate? Talk your shit. I always like to go back to the start of things and try to imagine how it happened <laughs> and take what's uh, going on today and apply it. I, I, I'm glad that we get to pick the lifestyles that we pick today versus having to come up with uh, pop, populating this shit mm -hmm. or getting free from the fucking oppressors or fucking having to come up with when there was no cars or electricity. I'm glad I wasn't here for that. I'm very grateful that this is the time that we're stuck in assimilation. I am. Oh, oh. This is gang size. I swear to God, is... <laughs> I'm speechless. Look, I don't know how you pulled this shit off. I mean, because this is what I do, nigga. Fuck you, me. You know, I mean, talk your shit. Don't tell us, nigga. What are you talking about? You showed me, nigga. You showed me. You showed me. You know, me, I like, I like, I like that y'all smiling a lot while I'm here. I didn't see a lot of smiles. Man. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of smiles. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm telling you, I'm smiling in your face right now. No, no, I'm talking to that last. I didn't see that. Oh shit! Yeah, it wasn't, there wasn't so much teeth. Uh, it wasn't a lot of teeth. It was very hey, somber. These niggas, it's an energy. It's an energy. Yo, home, I just stepped niggas, in. Niggas was in here like Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these niggas was in here hey, trying to. Hey, they were trying to keep the pee pee for. This niggas cool, ain't man. I, you know, I totally I'm the understand, man. I don't want to. Everybody know what I'm did what they were supposed to do, man. Come on, Fair man. Well. 
<laughs> Look, it's all peace and love, man. Always. You already know, nigga. Always. Palo Santo and Sage Always. all the time, man. I, I don't know. Yo, but my brother, I, I fucking... Words can't even express how much I appreciate you for pulling up on me today. You know what I mean? Cause man, anytime, man. My nigga, you, this is fucking, it's bucket list for me. You know what I mean? And I know this, it's a difference between advice and a gem. Right? And every time you're a walking gem, you gave me gems this whole episode. Thank right? you. And usually on the way out, I always ask my guests for a gem or anybody chasing a dream. <laughs> well, like I just finished saying, I'll just say it again. You better have another dream when you catch that one. <laughs> damn. God damn. God. I hope y'all niggas quit. Damn. <laughs> God. I Damn. Hope y'all I, hope <laughs> I hope that didn't fly over motherfuckers' heads, nigga. Yeah, no, real shit. Honestly. Cause, Damn. Because your, your dream will get answered. Like, it'll get answered. Shout out to Bailey, man. Bailey hit that Bailey ass. Played that same number on that same lotto at the same store for a 40 years. It's talking about my Harlem nigga that won the yeah. lottery. Yeah. 40 years. Can you imagine that? The consistency. He got all his money. The back. discipline. The fucking belief that goes into doing something that long. You know how many niggas probably called him crazy? Hmm. Called him a nut? Some days he didn't have the dollar to do it. But he did it. And then the one time. Running late for work, past, you're not even by the store you normally go to. Yo, stop at this store right quick. And God, <laughs> just, bomb. Hey, what? Wait, what? Wait, now I could, wait, now, oh, shit. Now my, I got to rework my brain. Now I can do anything I want. Well, what do I want? Oh. It can get, it can get deep. <laughs> It can get dark. It can get lonely. Well, do I really want that? Do I want to go try to experience that and fail? And I'm 70 years old. Like, what do I... Do I want to move my mom out? Or do I want to not do it? She's all so she... Not, like, what do you want to... you lost. With money. And I'm not saying that's barely. Yeah. I'm just saying that can happen. You could get money or be doing what it is you love. Shit, hip-hop. I ain't got to talk about it. Hip-hop. Loved it. You could have never told me I would have retired when I retired. You couldn't have convinced young Joe of that. Wait, I ain't going to be rapping when? Like, my fear back then was, damn, what's it going to be like to wake up and not be able to rhyme words? I never even played out. Mm. Yo, I might stop this when I can rhyme with the best of them. That was never a thought. And when it came, it was... Well, now what? <laughs> you got all the time in the world. All excuses gone. It's just you and you. Oh. Can't move nowhere because you take you with you. Now what you going to do? Might as well stay here and figure it out. Oh. And that's what happened, man. God is good. All by the grace of God. So have a few dreams is what I'm saying. 
because one will come true. And there'll come a moment where you need to figure out something else to do and learn yourself before it happens too. Oh. Life is a lot of work, brother. Gems, man. Gems from the walking gem. Damn, so glad you started this pod, Dizzle. Glad you did it, man. A lot of people had that conversation we had at Kino's and be like, eh, they don't do nothing with it. Hmm. They don't do nothing with it at all. I had that conversation with niggas a bunch of times. Man, the game you gave me was so priceless. Yeah, I need that. I couldn't sleep. I still can't sleep. You know I mean, just because it's like, nigga, like, this is a whole new beginning. It's like, you know what I mean? for the first time. So what, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do with Podden? Let me talk to you for a little bit. Well, what I want to do with Podden is like, you know, it's literally the opposite to what you did. Like how you started with radio. And mm-hmm. you graduated and owned the base. Mm-hmm. I want to get into radio. You know what I mean? Like, that's my, that's one of my goals. It's not my end goal, but I, I love having these conversations and I love sharing the shit I know and my own experiences and talking to niggas like you and, and other MCs because. Terrestrial radio? That I'm not sure. Like, because where, where's the space like, for this to live on? Radio. The space for this to live is Shade 45. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that is like a short-term goal for me. I, I would like to have a show on Shade 45, right? Is that my end goal? No. I don't... I'm still or, figuring or, out my Or serious. Or serious. Part not so. just Shade 45. Not Shade 45. Not just serious. Shade, serious FM. See? Let's, XM. Let's get bigger. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> let's get bigger. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's a part of my goals in, in taking this. And you know, just trying to revolutionize things in my own space. Sharing my stories with the people that I came with because I feel like it's a gap with that. Like, you know, you guys share a space where, where you, you know, you funnel certain information and, and is a vessel for certain things. And, you know, Nori has his thing for, like, the legends. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's nobody for, like, the blog era. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's like, like the lost... Artifact in the whole thing. Oh, you so. niggas got some nerve. <laughs> Is it the way the way that y'all ran shit for a little bit. Now y'all want to lost art up to death. Yeah, why I oughta. I'm just saying. But you're you right. Know what I mean, I just want to just be the vessel for that. You know. So that's that's my thing right now. All right. So when we when so when we get into serious this year next year. Next year. Got, it's got to reverse engineer. Work backwards. So 2023. 2023. I like it. 2023. I say we being serious. I like and, I, and I know, you know, guys listen, shout out to Ron Mills, you know what I mean? Give me a call. Let me know. Stop calling me to take over said show. Get my own shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Talk about him. Oh, and before we get out of here, the Smokers Club Festival, April 30th, you know what I mean? Make sure you get your tickets. Smoke Dizza, ASAP Rocky, Schoolboy Q, um, Wale, Currency, Wiz Khalifa, um, Larry June, Dom Kennedy, the list mm. goes on. See your favorite rappers, favorite rappers, favorite stoners, favorite stoners. This sounds like a fun night. You know, it's going to be a very fun night. You know what I mean? So log on to www.thesmokersclub.com for all your high fashion and your tickets. Show us up. What you over there thinking about? That nigga been high for about an hour. <laughs> he, hey, hey. For about 90 nah, minutes. Nah, 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 I, I he been sitting. Now, nah, he been on a... I, I been... Nah. I was just thinking. So... Alright, whatever, man. Nah, ain't nothing Yo. wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. He just he asked me questions. Oh, he, oh, oh, I was just oh, thinking. Oh, I fucked you up because you didn't know a lot of these things that I said. Cause I
Yeah, they don't ask these things. They don't ask. Nobody asks. Yeah, nobody. Nobody black, ever asked me that. Yo, black men do not communicate <laughs> with <laughs> each other. No, yo. don't do that. No, we no, don't. No, no. He don't communicate. No, we. Yep. Yeah, so I, 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 I ask. So you're not about to sit there <laughs> and act like I don't. You never asked me that question. I I didn't know to ask that question. Well, now you know. Well, somebody asked me. So no, no, what can know. we improve no. on as a podcast? Why not? Why not improve on anything? Why not improve on anything? Right. If you do the if you do the little things great, the big things will come. Improve it all. I'm improving shit right now. In real time. I don't stop. I'm like a madman. When I find some shit, I gotta go. Hey, hey. Why hey, yo, see, look, that, that over there. Nope, that, nope. Gotta do this, try this. You gotta exhaust everything. It's like Gil Grissom and CSI. You don't know if the theory's right, so you just go go outside and try them all. Throw the body over the thing. See how it landed. Shoot the bullet in the fucking they did all types of shit on CSI. You just gotta see. Try some shit. Hmm. Why improve one thing? Improve all of it. Game from the motherfucking podfather, man. Yo, thank y'all for having me. Thank y'all for uh, treating me, treating me this way. I appreciate it. Thank y'all for not lining me up. I would never line you up. I know that, man. I would never do that to you. I know that, man. I I felt warm in here. (laughs) I felt felt warm in here. Yeah, that nigga let you smoke a cigarette in his crib. I I was out the window with it, though. I know, but... I'm I'm respectful. (laughs) That's how much I don't like that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. especially in a room full of niggas smoking weed. Made a nigga pull a cigarette out? Yes. Oh, my God. The only time it's cool to pull a cigarette out is in a bullpen. And not even then. Cause then niggas, niggas they rushing you. you for that book. Yo, bust me out. Yo, you got another one. <laughs> yeah, but nah, <laughs> they taxing the pack. Nah, sure. nah, it's just me and him on this. We over here. Sorry, mm-hmm. that was me. You'd be damned if you all you niggas was. I don't know where you niggas dirty, dusty, fucking mouths. Not smoking much cigarette with you niggas. But one nigga had matches. He snuck in. Nope. Another nigga was just cool. Want get with him when we get out of here, like shit like that. But Bull, nah, bullpen etiquette. Yeah, yeah. Bullpen etiquette. Alright. My yeah. brother, thank you. Yo, what's that stupid shit you saying? Hey yo, world? listen. Oh yo, shout, I got I gotta do this before we get out. Yo, shout out to Rashid Rashid, that's your favorite. That he, he you're his favorite rapper of all time. That's my best friend. That's one of my best friends. You're his favorite rapper of all times. Oh, what's and now yo, Rashid, Rashid shout out to Rashid. He went to every show you came you when you, you, you did in New York, New Jersey, he was there. Shout out to my nigga Rashid, but it's curls for the girls, ways for the base, now it's for the hood rats. I'm show Broadway. The Podfather oh, Joe Budden. Get your shit off. The Podfather Joe Budden came and blessed us. Your man smoked this at the Kush God. Personal party, we out of here. Cheer! What's up, y'all? This is Clint Coley, and I'm the host of the Music is a Love Language podcast. Now, check this out. If you're a fan of music podcasts, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Music is a Love Language podcast. We are a podcast that has honest conversations about music all day, every day. If you like to argue music, this is the podcast you want to be listened to. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop and powered by creators. Again, Make sure you guys follow and subscribe. Music is a love language podcast. I'm Clint Coley. Hope to have your ear soon.